PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining us this week on the PDPW podcast. You know, this year is one year we won't forget. And we feel blessed to have you as a friend in the PDPW family supporting these podcasts each and every week. This week we're joined by Hank Wagner as he takes us on a small virtual tour that has changed his life forever. And after this trip, Hank shares how he has a more clear understanding of just how thankful we should really be even during these challenging times. Here's Hank with this week's podcast, A Penny for Your Thoughts. That saying means something different to likely everyone. It's a title of a song to some. It's the name of a particular episode of a TV series called The Twilight Zone. It's also a saying that is kind of like asking another person for their thoughts or saying that you're quiet and not talking, etc. A penny for your thoughts. Now, I'm not sure why you can't just come right out and say, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about? And maybe the reason why that seems easy to me is because I do it all the time. I'm regularly asking people, what are you thinking about? And the reason is because I know, I have a very clear understanding and awareness that what we're thinking about will give us very clear direction as to what future thoughts are going to be, what future words are going to come out of our mouth, and also what future actions are going to take place. Just drill down into what somebody's thinking about And you'll have some real clear clues as to their not only immediate future, but long-term future. So I want to talk to you today a little bit about that. And I want to reflect on some things. I want to get you to, to maybe think about things slightly differently. These are really hard times that we're living in right now. And some of the reason they look so hard... They look so bad, they look so tough, is because we haven't experienced something like this for most of us in our entire lifetime. That's why it looks hard, that's why it looks tough. Yes, I understand. We just went through a a really hard election. And most of us thought on on that election Tuesday that Wednesday would be different. But one thing we know, regardless of which party wins, we're still going to have a very divided country with very divided government leadership. That's not a good situation. Our people are likely still going to be fighting on Facebook and other social media. However, there's still some positive connected to that. And I'm going to reflect on that in a little bit. And then there's this virus that was supposed to be over after two weeks of social distancing back in early March. And yet it seems to be trending worse. More cases, more deaths, more division. Division about potential strategies to curb the virus. Like closures. 
whether it be businesses or restaurants or community events, divisions surrounding how we should be social distancing or whether we should be wearing masks or not. And then there's the hope of a vaccine, but still many who say they will not use it, either because of safety concerns or personal beliefs. So unfortunately, there's not a clear, wonderful end to this virus situation. Or is there? Again, I want to reflect on that in just a bit. And then there's the whole economic situation. Loss of jobs, loss of businesses who have lost tremendous amounts of income but still have normal or in some cases increased expenses. How are they going to survive? And then there's all of the depression associated with all of these things and it's real. It is real. Depression because people need to travel. People need to socialize. People need to be with other people. And yet because of all of the things associated with all of this stuff, we're unable to do that. So a penny for your thoughts. And those thoughts that I just reflected upon or shared or maybe unfortunately planted in your mind or gave you the perception that I agree with those thoughts, that I agree that we should continue to think in that manner. If so, that's, that's all those thoughts are worth, a penny. So instead, let me, let me switch gears. Let me whisk you away to a faraway land. I know to some of you that, that sounds wonderful. A vacation. Finally being able to travel to get out of this place that I'm in and, and go to a faraway land. I don't think you want to go to this faraway land. However, if there was a way for me to gather up every single person who thinks that right now the circumstances that we're living in, whether it be related to government and elections or virus and sickness and disease or, or economics and financial concerns and all of that stuff, if you think that it's really bad, it's really horrible, if I could gather every single one of you and somehow do a Star Trek thing and beam us all to this place, I would tell you that instantly, at the snap of a finger, your thoughts would change. This is not a vacation destination I'm talking about. It's a place on the western coast of Africa, a country called Togo. And I spent 10 days in Togo, Africa, in the year 2004, and it completely altered, changed the outcome, changed the future of my life, mostly because it changed my thoughts forever. The people in Togo are ruled by an extremely corrupt government. Yes, they have elections. But people usually don't vote, either because they're fearful of the consequences if they vote for the opposing party, 
or they just realize that the current controlling party counts all the votes and they decide which ones to count and who wins the election. There's no other options. They are unable to overthrow the government. They have no weapons. The government removed all of their weapons. It is almost impossible to change the, control, the current controlling leaders. At least in this country, we have elections. And hopefully, hopefully, they're still truly democratic and we can count on them being accurate and fair and true. But we don't have to be fearful about going to vote. We still have the right to bear arms, and we must be able to protect ourselves, not just from evil or bad people, but also from an evil, wrong, corrupt government. And this isn't me trying to, to rile us all up against the government or, or speak to any of those conspiracy theories that are floating around. The point is, we still live in a really good place. We still have free speech. We still have the, the ability to vote and to communicate and to think through and do what's right. Speaking to this, this virus or the sickness that we're dealing with right now in this season of our lives, not just here in the United States, but all over the world. But this I can tell you. In Togo, Africa, there's no vaccinations of any kind. There's no medicine. There's no hospitals. There's very limited doctors who are really only able to attend to someone who has a remote asset of some sort. There's no Walmart or any other pharmacy for over-the-counter medication. Not even simple things like aspirin or painkillers or, or even vitamins. There's no dentists, no eye doctors. People are dying from things we never even see in this country. In spite of this ugly pandemic we live in, this is a great country that is loaded with options to help us get through it. And yes, we will get through it. The current circumstances or situation surrounding this pandemic will not last forever. It's not going to be easy, and we still have a little bit of a road to, pat, to, to go here to finish this unfortunate experience. But we have options. We can do things to help us get through it. My point is, in spite of this pandemic, we still have hundreds of reasons to be thankful. In Togo, there's also no food boxes being delivered. Never has been and likely never will be. Throughout this challenging time, our government... has decided to supply a food box program for anyone who's willing to go and collect them. Potentially, sometimes multiple boxes 
are able to be picked up and they're filled with chicken and potatoes and carrots and milk and yogurt, apples and cheese, etc. In Togo, Africa, this very moment, and also in many, many, many other places all across this world, people are starving. There's no food box programs. There's no food pantries, no shelters, and zero government aid of any kind. In Togo, Africa, there's thousands of orphaned children who have lost their parents, some of it to AIDS, but many of them have died from simple diseases that we vaccinated for in this country. And there's no social services to help those children, to place those children in other homes. There's no government agencies. Oftentimes, there's no relatives because entire families get wiped out by some of these disease challenges. So these orphan children are forced to gather together in packs like wild animals. And because of the extremely limited amount of food, they go around and break in and steal and try to somehow survive by gathering food. On numerous occasions, on our travels through Togo, Africa, I would see a person standing at the side of the dirt road waiting for a traveler to walk by and they would be holding a large rat up by the tail which is a valuable food source that they're out there holding to hopefully barter for something else. We have hundreds, thousands of reasons to be thankful for not just an abundance of food, but high-quality food, in spite of the government challenges and anything that this virus can throw at us. And then there's the economic side. We still have options. Yes, it is hard. Yes, businesses are struggling. Yes, some people are without jobs. But unlike Togo, we still will have jobs and many, many, many options to improve our financial condition. This is the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. This is the message I want to leave you with. I would encourage you, I would strongly encourage you to change your thoughts or to assess or be more aware of your thoughts. And our thoughts should be driven by thankfulness. Not just now in spite of all of the stuff that's going on around us, but always. During my time, my ten days that seemed like a lifetime in Togo, Africa, I saw poverty like I had never seen before or since. 
I saw how corrupt government control can ruin the lives of so many innocent people. Yet, I saw thankfulness in those people of Togo, Africa, more than what I see in our blessed country. They were thankful not for their cars and for their homes and for their jobs and for their money and their finances or for their food. They were thankful to be able to live another day. They were thankful for every second they had to spend with their loved ones. They were thankful for the opportunities, even though limited. We have that same option. We can choose to reflect on the challenges. We can refuse to continually reflect and think about and allow to come into our eyes and ears all of the negative stuff associated with government and elections and we can choose to work together. We can choose to be understanding of our differences of opinions and still work together. We can choose to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We can choose to be thankful for the medications and the hospitals and the things that we currently have to help us get through our pandemic. And I'll finish with this thought. This may sound like an advertisement. It's not. But it's a potential option for you if you're struggling to somehow turn your thinking over to being more thankful. And you want to take a very small virtual trip to Togo, Africa and maybe have a clearer understanding of how thankful you, we, should really be even during these challenging times. I would encourage you to get a book. A book written by a dairy farmer. Yes, I know dairy farmers aren't supposed to write books. But this dairy farmer went to Togo, Africa and was inspired by a close friend to take some of those experiences and to somehow place them into a book to help people realize how thankful we should be. That book is Teachable Moments. I encourage you to consider getting it. It's short. It's an easy read. Read it with your family. Read it with your children. And help maybe change the course of our thoughts during these challenging times. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for today's message. Hank, a fourth-generation dairy farmer and president of Wagner Farms, a strong backer of PDPW, and a certified John Maxwell team teacher, mentor, speaker, and coach. And he has authored the book Teachable Moments. You can find more information about that on Amazon or the website becomebetterleaders.com. From the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. We thank you for supporting these podcasts Have a safe and productive week. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. Learn more at pdpw.org.